Man to Man 360 is sponsored in part by. Men, Mary Kay has products for you too. It's a guy thing. MK Men, skincare regimen, shaving and beard products. Great cologne fragrances that rock with intensity. Shop my website at marykay.com forward slash panderson2. For discounts and gift wrapping, call me at 585-755-5942 today. your life wanting to change and line up with the will of God and what his word is. And that's why Warren said, hide the word in your heart. So you will not sin against me. If you are studying and if you are in the word, there is strength from the word. And so Mm -hmm. on those days that you feel weak in those times that you feel like you're going to fall short, right? Get into that word. Just like Martha said, what is God saying about me? You read that scripture, you meditate over that scripture, and there has to be a shift. You have to find strength from that. All right. Real talk. Real, real talk. Chopping it up. Chopping it up. Chopping it up. Men talking about everything you're talking about. Sometimes it's cool. It's cool. And sometimes it's heated. This is Man to Man 360. This is Man to Man Summer Remix, the ladies sharing highlights about the first season podcast. Don't worry, the men haven't gone anywhere. They're ramping up a new and exciting season too. We want you to catch up on all the podcasts. In the meantime, go subscribe, download all the episodes and check them out on demand. Here in the studio are the wives of the all-stars, Marion Everett, Martha White, Sarah Meeks, and Patricia Anderson. And I'm your host, Daphne Bryant. Today's topic is deliverance. So ladies, we heard what the men said on deliverance. What do you think? Well, let me just kick it right off, right? Because I just I just listened to a little snippet uh, when Mr. Meeks said uh, for the hope of him um, still being alive, that uh, <laughs> men and women think differently. When it comes to the... Uh... And, uh, you know, I hope this broadcast is mostly men, but on this comment, (laughs) I mean, I know it's free to everybody, but, you know, just sometimes it's just, you know, you really realize that, you know, they they do think a lot different than us. Mm -hmm. And um, that difference for the, you know, for the sake of me uh, being able to uh, stay alive after the broadcast, um, that difference (laughs) that difference is actually um you know some you know it it it, it complements you know you know you two uh-huh. as a whole because you know there is some differences but you really you really see that as men we definitely think um if i'm cor- i think i'm correct you know they they say that men think from i believe the right side of their brain and women think from the left side i i believe it is said it's either vice versa if I'm wrong, but one side deals with mostly emotions and men more so deal in the logic realm and they deal with like, you know, you know, things being it doesn't mean that us as men that we don't have emotions. It's just yeah. that things are more concrete to us. And uh I think that it comes from uh 
you know, in a sense, what's been like, you know, ordained by God for us to be uh, providers. And, you know, it, it takes a lot of, of, of thought, you know, to go into being a provider, to take care of a family, to, you know, to protect the family. And then, you know, a woman being a nurser, you know, I think that that's naturally, you know, drives us to the emotional aspect of it. Uh, so it is so interesting because I heard some of his pieces and we actually had the same thought process on a lot of things that he said. So when we spoke about deliverance, I made it very clear about um, the sin and premeditated. And so on this clip, he gave the same interpretation or understanding of the premeditated um, versus listening and abiding to the Holy Spirit, right? And so I don't think that we think differently. I think that the way that we process is differently, if that makes okay. sense, because I can say something um, or, or we can be having a conversation uh, in, in regards to one specific thing. And we can both be having the same points, but it's the way that we are communicating it and processing it that we're going to get two different things. I'm going to defend him. I don't know, but it sounds like that's what he meant. To say that we, you are men and women process differently. <laughs> he just said different. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So I don't think it's thinking, but we definitely do process things. Um, and, and not to say that <clears throat> women process it better than men or men process it better than women. I think it just depends on that circumstance and that situation. True. Martha, were you going to say something? It's just agreeing that we definitely process things. And sometimes you feel like you're going around and around the circle and you talk about the same thing. But yeah, but just the word um, deliverance, and we've talked to, about this before a little bit as well, deliverance ministry, <clears throat> and we, you know, should there be a deliverance service um, was one of the questions that we talked about. Um, I know that Brian, you know, mentioned that, um, you know, it, it, Jesus, he just spoke to the demons and was like, come up out of there, you know, come, come out. There is no laboring and belaboring and Jesus, 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 and Jesus, 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 you know, all night till you're spitting everywhere. There was none of that. You know, of course, he wouldn't, he, you know, it was in his name and he was sent by his father. And then when Jesus came to him, remember when he was delivered, he just got quiet. He got completely quiet and he didn't say anything. And if anything, he wanted to go with Jesus after the deliverance took place uh, because Jesus didn't scream. He didn't shout. He wasn't speaking in tongues. We don't know exactly what happened, but it seemed as if he just commanded in his own name, get, get out of him. And remember, it was then that those uh, those demons actually came out and they said, OK, where can we go? And he said, go over there to those pigs. Um, and we have that same power. We have that same authority. Um, so when we talk about deliverance ministry. We're really just talking about, you know, just going in in the name mm -hmm. of Jesus. Right. And casting out this a spirit um, using the power and the authority that was given to us once Jesus Christ um, died and rose again. He gave us the keys to the kingdom. Um, he gave us the same authority that was given to him. And so, um, you know, and we see in the Bible where people would try to cast out it was an example i remember exactly where it is in the bible right now but there is an example where um you know someone tried to cast out a demon and they're like you know we Paul, Paul, know. we know um uh -huh. 
You're exactly. Paul, I know. Jesus, we know. But, you know, who are you? Seven sons and, of Sceva, uh, yeah. And then the demon. Exactly. And so then the demons just jump on them and, and overtake them. Um, and so, you know, they didn't have that power or that authority. It was not given to them. They didn't have the relationship with Jesus. Um, and they were not sent in Jesus' name. And so when I think about deliverance ministry, I don't necessarily think that um, we necessarily have to have a deliverance, a knot of deliverance, but you know, if somebody needs deliverance on a Sunday morning, a Wednesday night, Friday night, a Monday afternoon, um, during lunchtime, we have that authority. It's been given to us. And so just, yeah. So I agree with, um, my, my man, I should say, <laughs> when he's saying stuff right, he's my man. <laughs> when he's saying stuff right. <laughs> I'm not even going to so ask when he's saying it wrong. Him. <laughs> one thing I'm, I am, I'm going to, one thing Horace said that I like about deliverance. He said a lot of times it's not the devil causing where we need deliverance. Sometimes it's that person in their mind and the things that they're holding on to from the past. You know what? We declaring war on the mind. And that's what I was mm. saying. I said, you know what? Really, many of y'all blaming the devil, but you beating yourself. In your mind, because you're holding on That's to things right. that do not belong to you. You're thinking That's about right. stuff that, that has no no fruit to it. And really, what you need to do is clear your mind, all of that negativity that you got all in your brain there. Get rid of that. And right. the first battle, I always compared it to, um, you, know, vi- you know, I play video games sometimes. And one of the video games is uh, Mortal Kombat. And in that game, you fight up these, you know, you pick your character, you fight up these levels. And before you get to fight the champion there, the person you face is you. That's good. You have to defeat Mm, yourself to get to the next level. And I said, many of you haven't even defeated yourself yet. And that is where you're at. You are still fighting that battle in your mind and the world is defeating you, blaming the devil. And the devil's like, come on, he whooping himself. I ain't got to do nothing. Come he on. over there doing it to himself. They're yeah. fighting and uh, beating up mm-hmm. their own self from stuff that they had done in the past. Marion, do you agree with your husband? Yes, I do. <laughs> that's where <laughs> that's where that book come in. You know, you get into the word and, you know, there's the, there's everything in there. There's deliverance. There's any situation you in. Just crack that book. So I definitely agree with him on that. And it does start in the mind. Said, is there some point where you think the devil uh, uh, takes over or is it just sometimes it's just all that person holding on to the stuff and the devil has nothing to do with it at all? I kind of think it kind of goes both. Sometimes the devil, you know, can get in there if he can, if he can talk to you and, you know, make you think certain things. Yes. But sometimes it is us and just our own insecurities and things like we can. We definitely beat ourselves up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. A lot sometimes of times the us. devil has. He has nothing, nothing to do nothing with to it. Nothing to do with it, right. A lot of time it's us mm-hmm. and the mistakes we made. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's we just a, can't forgive ourselves and go on. It's guilt. It's guilt a lot mm-hmm. of times. Yeah, yeah we, re- we play it mm-hmm. and we play it and we play mm-hmm. it in our minds. Gerald said um, that true deliverance is obeying the scriptures. What are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Hey, I can, get, I can get a quick little deliverance and healing in that service. Right. Um, but when that song ends... And we go into our other parts, but I'm I'm out of control and I can't let it go. Now, I mean, unless it's something they're dealing with and we can we can deal with that individually. 
But typically, uh, I think people think that I got to keep that going so I can get my true deliverance. And the fact that no, no, how you get the true deliverance is actually obeying the scriptures. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the true deliverance. Right. The only way, I mean, that's the only way you're going to know what deliverance is supposed to look like. So if you're not in the word, you're not necessarily going to see it walking around as an example, kind of like what we talked about earlier. Everything that you see is not what it is. So the only thing you're going to get the real live picture of it is in the word. Mm-hmm. It's in the scriptures. Yeah. So there is no way around that. There really isn't. Because if you're spending a lot of time just paying attention to what someone's saying and not checking them on it or not checking the word or not reading the word for yourself, then you may not really get the true picture of what deliverance is supposed to look like. And therefore, you you can't walk in something you don't know what it looks like. Exactly. Or or supposed to look like. (laughs) Yeah. It's just getting good. Stay right there. We hope you've been enjoying Man to Man 360 live radio shows. Tell your friends and family to check us out every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. and now on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Then like us on Facebook.com slash Man2Man360. That's man, the number two, man, 360. Share and comment about the shows you listen to every week. Our goal here is to encourage and empower men to make it in life, and we hope to do that every week. We just launched our new podcast service, so look for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Then subscribe, download all the episodes, and give us a five-star rating. Then share from that app. There you'll be able to catch shows you may have missed and have access to exclusive interviews as well as extended shows that had to be edited down for radio due to time. But keep listening live here every week at rspirit.online. Another thing he was saying too, and I think I, back in the day, I subscribed to that, you know, oh, you got to forgive yourself, which is the, some people were saying part of deliverance or part of the healing is you got to forgive yourself. And Daryl made a point, And again, he had me thinking, it's like, there's nowhere in scripture where it says that, where you have to forgive yourself. Uh, I want to piggyback right into that, bro. Uh, Romans 8 and 1 says, uh, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Um, and, and so um, that's the part of beating up yourself. I know you ever hear people say, I mean, because I know there's some, supposedly there's some controversy, but I don't believe it's controversy because the scripture tells me different. <laughs> but but people think that, well, I got I to gotta forgive myself. No, 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 no. There's no, no forgiving no, 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 yourself no, no, because no. there's no scripture that says anything. It, it, there's scripture on forgiving your enemies, uh, really? about, about, about God forgiving you, et cetera, et cetera. There's none about forgiving yourself. What it is is condemnation is that you don't trust God you don't trust God when he says he forgives you, so you beat right. yourself up. Well, it goes right before Man, when you just so were talking. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, that, it had me well, thinking. Well, no, well, you know, understand it. If you, if you forgive yourself, you might spend too much time, or you, if you call yourself 
uh, trying to forgive yourself and not even focus on where the true forgiveness is supposed to be because you're so self-centered on trying to get over it yourself. When you're really supposed to, for you to be healed, you're supposed to forgive um, the, the, the person or the thing or the situation that brought harm or, or that you harmed. Um, and we spend too much time. Um, if you're, if you're doing that, if you're spending too much time saying, Oh my God, I got to fix myself and I got to get delivered and I got to forgive myself. And it's like, well, what about the other people? How are you going to get, how are you supposed to get your deliverance or how are you supposed to get your blessing? If you're continuing to just focus on you, you, that means you're still keeping it all on you. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So my, my, I was, you know, my thought about that is, um, we replay things in our head and we have guilt and shame come. We condemn ourselves, um, when God is not condemning us. So I feel like when we talk about forgiving ourselves, I think we have to, uh, maybe change the, the language and say, I haven't been fully delivered in this area yet. Okay. So it has nothing to do with us forgiving ourselves, but still, you know, getting that deliverance. What does the word say about my situation? What does the word say about who I am? Um, and us, you know, renewing our mm-hmm. minds in that area and getting fully delivered um, so that we can see ourselves walking, um, see ourselves in the way that Christ mm-hmm. sees us and living in a new way um, in that area. Because I, you know, I, there, it is true. You know, we beat ourselves up. We condemn ourselves. And it's like, how could I have done that? Um, and God has already forgiven mm-hmm. us. Um, God has already, you know, thrown it in the sea. But it replays in our head. And, you know, you think you could have been much further along or, you know, it's just all kinds of things play in your mind and thoughts. Um, but I think the, the main thing is just changing our language from forgiving ourselves to being to allowing God's healing to overcome us um, for to allow God to deliver us fully. Now, the repent part has to come in there, too. And just right. Right. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. P- repent, not just saying I'm sorry, but right. turning, changing mm-hmm. your behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Giving it Looking over. to God. And mm-hmm. right. Martha made a good point. And, and she sounds like Daryl when she said, looking uh, at the word to see. Uh, your situation what do i need to be healed from what do i need to be delivered from what does the word say about this deliverance Mm -hmm. or what i need to Mm -hmm. about this thing that i need to be delivered from yeah i mean and you know sometimes it's that god has already you know he's presenting it to us he's presenting your gift of healing your gift of deliverance but have you opened your heart to receive it because you have that wall up you have that um you still have those eyes um that you when you look in the mirror you see your old self and so, you know, what does God say about me? You know, that, that has all, you know, all of that is the past. I have been renewed. That's, right. um, that's what the word tells me. You know, I am wonderfully and beautifully made. That's mm-hmm. what the word tells me that I'm the apple of his eye. That's what the word tells right. me. Um, and so I'm no longer the old man. I have been created a new man. He has given me his robe of righteousness. And so just declaring those words over yourself that you are no longer that person that you used to be. Um, it doesn't matter what 
thoughts come back in your head or an old picture that you, you know, you're cleaning up and it's like, whoo, child, <laughs> you know, that used to be me. Thank you, Jesus. That used to be me, but I am a new creature. I am a new creation in Christ. And you just have to remind yourself, you know? Um, and so, yes, the enemy can play on that. We, you know, we, we definitely beat ourselves up, but then the enemy will definitely, you know, come in and be like, Ooh, there's an open door. Mm-hmm. Once again, that open yeah. door, we have to make sure those doors are closed and use the scripture, um, to combat, mm-hmm. um, the enemy and combat those thoughts. And it is a written, it is written, it is written. You know, this is what the Lord says about me. Now, Warren mentioned something. Uh, that's how we renew our minds. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's, go ahead. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Warren mentioned mm-hmm. something about uh, premeditated, the sin that's premeditated, and then deliverance that you need from when you're a follower of Christ. There's a difference with premeditated sin. Now, here it is. You know that he texted you earlier or she texted you earlier that day. Right. You know that they said, I'm coming through. So in right. your mind, you got to be prepared for you know, possibly, you know, a little lay down in the bed with somebody you ain't supposed to. You ain't married right, to the right. person and all that. See, right. when, when it le- when you got so many actions and so many steps that's in the way, that's premeditated. That's what right. I'm trying to tell. Right. Now, that's the difference. That's not falling short. You, you follow right. what I'm saying? Right. Believers and, and, and people who really believe and, and, and people who really, you know, who uh, accept correction from the Holy Spirit and right. allow the Holy Spirit to convict them. That they fall, our falling short is different from those that know they're going to commit sin. That's premeditated. Right. Has he, have you and him discussed that, Sarah? Talked about you know premeditated sin. Yes. Yeah, so when you I know think, you're going um, to commit the sin. Yeah, you, you you set it up right. So um, you know you're you're struggling with a particular thing, and um, you make plans to set up to to walk into that particular thing. Right. That's premeditated. I sat. I pondered on it. Um, I put a plan together uh, and I walked right into it. Right. And so mm-hmm. we can't say that after we walked right into it, you know, oh, Lord, why? Well, you No, no. The <laughs> devil made me do it. No, you yeah. connecting with. I think one of the things on on um, on the temptation was, you know, Facebook and Instagram. Right. And how Ooh. we connect to these social media uh, outlets. Right. And then mm-hmm. um, we just keep plugging and plugging and plugging and plugging. Right. And, and we keep seeing the exits. Right. We keep seeing the ways to get out of it. But we keep going and we keep going and we keep going and we keep going. And then yeah. once we fall into it, oh, Lord, just help me. Just get me out of this. Right. That's what premeditated <laughs> sin is. But when you have accepted the Holy Spirit and you have allowed the Holy Spirit to dwell within you and you are obedient to what that Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit is directing and leading and guiding you on, right? You mm-hmm. know right away when your mind connects to that very thing that you find pleasure in and you want to jump back into, right? Mm-hmm. Because one of the things is, is that we sit around here and, oh, I can't forgive myself. Yeah, that might be one of the aspects of it. But another piece of it is that's comfortable. That's familiar. And so while I know that that's not where I want to be and that's not what I want to be in, that's what I'm used to. That's what's been a that's been a part of me for however long that it it is. So if I don't have this and if I detach myself from this, then who am I? And so then I have to start working in another angle and in another direction and harder to reinvent who I am right in in this new Mm -hmm. place. And Mm -hmm. so when you sit there and you're obedient and you say, okay, this is not where I need 
need to go and this is not what I need to do. And these are the things that I need to cut off and, and I have to separate, right? That is when you are in line with not only the Holy Spirit, but your part in deliverance. And when you do fall yes. short, right? Mm-hmm. When, when, when you just so happen to, to not, you know, oh, I'm, I'm on Facebook and let me look up this joker I used to know in high school, right? Because that's premeditated. Mm-hmm. But then when you're out mm-hmm. and about, right? Like I, I, like I believe Daryl uh, mentioned, and you get into a little altercation, a, 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 a conversation with your spouse and you go out, right? And you in the store or, you know, you walking by and a guy compliments you or a guy says, hi, how you doing? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and something starts to happen. Right. Now that's different from premeditation, right? You still mm-hmm. have the option and you still mm-hmm. have a decision to make on that's what right. you choose to do. Mm-hmm. But if you decide to do something that you don't got no business doing <laughs> at that point that you understand and recognize it, you can turn from that sin Ask for deli- ask for the, uh, a God to forgive you for that sin that you fell into and walk that. away from it. Now Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk for two, three weeks. I'm going to keep having conversation. I'm going to keep flirting. I'm going to keep seeing how far it can go. But then when I get exposed or when something else comes into play, then I want to back off and I want, no, 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 no. No. Yeah, you got you got to be intentional. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yes. You got to be intentional. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can't just keep falling into it and then, oh, I said, Lord, forgive me. I'm a turn. Then the next, Lord, I sin. Forgive me. I'm, it's a walk and it's a personal walk, but you got to be intentional with this walk and you have to be intentional with your life wanting to change and line up with the will of God and what his word is. And that's why Warren said, hide the word in your heart so you will not sin against me. Yes, if you are are studying and if you are in the word there is strength from the word and so mm-hmm. on those days that you feel weak in those times that you feel like you're gonna fall short right get into that word just like Martha said what is God saying about me mm-hmm. you read that scripture you meditate over that scripture and there has to be a shift you have to find strength from that Amen. all right preach awesome. saying, you know <laughs> thank you ladies you 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 guys, you are the red version of your husbands because you guys are saying absolutely the same thing that they're saying. We're just more passionate about it, and we'll discuss about that in another segment. <laughs> Thank you again, ladies. This was an exciting show today, but to hear the episode of Deliverance in its entirety, please go to wherever you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Stitcher, Amazon, and Alexa Music, or several others. Subscribe, download all the episodes, and share with your friends. Visit us on facebook.com forward slash man to man 360 to like and comment on the shows you hear. Come on back next week for another episode of Man to Man 360. Today's episode of Man to Man 360 is a wrap. But you can check us out next week, same time, same place, here at ourspirit.online at 8 p.m. Thursday evenings and 8 a.m. Saturday morning, Eastern Standard Time. Also, subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts.